Look inside, ground zero, being the hospitals during this 2020 pandemic from a worker that I am, trying to give people a perspective on, on what it's like. You see it on the news and why all the focus on the hospitals, hence the uh, the narrative toward ground zero because that's where the planes hit and that's where this disease is being brought from people's homes you know people infected they're crashing into the hospitals so that's why that's why i use that that reference point of ground zero that everybody is racing to the place to get help, to get healing, being the hospital. So as a worker in a hospital, and I'm a a tech in the the operating room, who back in 2004 when I entered the healthcare business, you know, I've worked from the janitor position to the supply position, and um, that's one thing about a hospital. You could come in as a janitor and every year just keep adding classes. In the reality, you could, you could be a surgeon. And that is the, the beauty of the, the environment that you can continue to, to rise up vertically. But with that being said, there comes politics with that. And also, being that this is America, and probably anywhere in the world, but specifically America, the race of the politics that comes, you know, you know, the, the undertones of racism, they, they, uh, they show up. So here we are, 2020 pandemic, uh, hospital getting slammed by this thing called COVID-19. And what's happening is people are, are, are coming to the ER and because COVID-19, if you don't get anything out of this COVID-19, understand that it is contagious, meaning it is catchable and it is very contagious, it's very catchable. So from a hospital's perspective, you have to move all of your healthy patients And that's kind of a a catch-22 because the people there are coming for for some type of treatment. But you have to move them out of the way of the wave of COVID-19 patients because they they create a whole new dilemma, (laughs) right? they'll, They'll multiply your problem times 100. So we're three weeks in. So at, at, at week two, the push coming in the ER door begins to push one outside of the ER. People who would normally come to the ER for, say, you cut your hand or you had a stomach ache, you're being pushed kind of away. 
not deliberately, but in a lot of it, you're pushing yourself away because you don't want to come in contact with the COVID-19 people. <clears throat> so say I have 100 beds, that's too many. Say I have 40 beds in, in my emergency room and on a, any given day, you know, every hour you got at least 17 people in the bed. But under these circumstances, the 17 people are either being rushed out or, or directed not to even come because to avoid the contact with the COVID-19. So that's what you, if, you, if you hear on the news now, they're, they're trying to find a place to do the normal hospital business at the same time they're trying to contain this killer called COVID-19. You know, he's, he's wreaking, wreaking ha- havoc and, it, and it's, and it is, it is baffling to the hospitals because you want to treat both, but the fact is you can't treat both together. You, you can't cross contaminate ever, but in this case, you definitely can't cross the two. So it creates that that weirdness of you're not sick enough. <laughs> or for some people, can you can you stay sick at home a little longer because you don't want to multiply that. But that's weird to say because say I cut my finger at home and um, obviously I needed stitches and I wait. Because I don't want no COVID-19, right? And you sit at home two, three, four days. Now, the cut is infected. And possibly, if you don't get that that cut washed out, or as we say, debrided, then there's a chance that you'll actually have to have your, your finger cut off. So that person that waited three, four days at home with the the need for stitches now at some point has to come to that that hospital or that urgent care and um you know the urgent cares are overwhelmed by the COVID people um your physician office is overwhelmed so where does this person go with the the cut the cut finger and I'm just trying to, to give you a perspective on, on what this COVID-19 is doing it, it is it is literally blocking that which is normal like people have accidents every day people fall and, and break their leg you understand with a fracture you only can wait so long if you wait too long you'll go from a fracture a broken bone that can be fixed to a, 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 a limb that has to be amputated because of the infection. So that is the complication that socially that this COVID-19, it creates, it creates, hey, don't come here, even though you need to be here. So, all right, let's go back in. So inside the hospital, you have the need to be super clean. So here goes the politics of it. The most important people or staff base in that hospital is the cleaning crew. 
Because if you don't clean that COVID off the walls, off the floors, off the beds, you create a, 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 a catastrophe to where just recently in uh, New Jersey and Woodbridge, you know, they had to shut down a facility where if you if, if you can't get it out of your building, it shuts you down. So the staff that is normally not looked down at, but it is understood are the lowest paid. They are at the bottom of the ladder. And in this circumstance, in this, this crisis, they still are the lowest paid. They are the most important. But here go the politics. They're still being um, when you hear about on the news um, the need for protective PPE and protective gear they still don't have adequate gear and you still see the politics of of doctors and nurses who have a mask on and the person that N95 on and the people cleaning the room have no access to it. You understand that it's that politics of, of this, you know, the janitors make between 12 to 15, 16 dollars an hour. Then, you know, the nurses are making from 25 to, you know, if you have a, a temporary nurse, up to 100 dollars an hour. You understand is this 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 gap and then the doctors increase from there, the, the surgeons and the doctors so you have that race of politics, but the ones who are at the front line and the ones that need to uh, attack this, and if you look at it as they say it's a war, if you look at it, the infantry troop who was on the front line face to face with the enemy trying to wipe them out, especially in these non-union facilities, is being really sacrificed to the land, you know. So the, the, the next level up, let's talk about the nurses. And I, I saw a nurse on TV and she was saying how she walked out because of her supervisor put her in a predicament and, and um, it, it would compromise her safety and compromise, you know, her family, I think she said. And... Um, the thing is that in the, the race and the politics of it, the nurses, the RNs have a very strong voice. But what I, the, the, the hypocrisy in the nurses is that do you fight for the people making during their 20, 30 dollars less an hour than you who are on the front line with no PPE, with not proper PPE, and, and you're silent for them and it's almost like we think of the justice and equality um, speakers and legends of the time that Martin Luther King said that you know injustice anywhere is it justice for all or something like that 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 race and that politics that the nurse was actually only speaking for for her her group but my question would be for the nurses are, are you speaking for all you know for the injustice done all are you just trying to because the statement came you'll hear on twitter facebook you'll hear people uh 
you know, tweet out the, the, the statement, well, that's what you signed up for. And the nurses uh, are pushing back and the doctors are pushing back, say, we didn't sign up for this. But um, as a worker who, who is in the same salary group as the um, below, below nursing, um, they, it's not what you signed up for, but you're being duly compensated for. And my thing is, do you speak up for those who come for, for much less than you and, and, and put themselves in equal or more harm's way consistently and not even during this crisis, consistently during th- their work shift? Do, do you fight for them? And, um, you know, this isn't T.B. Gray's anatomy. In real life, the ones who start to make a little money do put that, you know, their nose in the air and feel that they're better. But um, that money is almost <laughs> to, to the, the, the management above is saying, you know, we paid you for this. And the fact is, you're not going to give any of that that money back, and you're definitely not going to pay it, pay it, take a pay cut, because everybody after this, when this is all over, it should be asking for for um, a greater part of the the earnings, and and definitely to be compensated financially, not 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 with just a parade and some cake and a, a dinner. Uh, compensated financially um, in their their pay rate, you know, not just a, a one-time check, just compensated, you know, financially. So that politics, you know, that race and politics um, to the, the people who are the entry-level non-licensed personnel or, or, or frontline with the, the death angel with the, the COVID and um, they don't have a voice and almost like a military the money allows you a position to say you go over there and um, it, it hits from the top down you know even the ones making decent money there's somebody above them saying no 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 you you go you you stay longer. You go over there. So that politics is is in in the the time where they're still trying to establish the protocol on how to make this thing work. It's very hard, and you you'll see on the news and online a lot of people twit, uh, uh, quitting, and and they a lot of people in the healthcare, nursing, and. and, and technical um even in anesthesia that really they were great students and the healthcare industry became the gold mine in an economy so if you were a good student and you could pass the class you would gain great opportunity in an employment field that was that was booming, but uh, you know I see it a lot. There's a lot of nurses 
who who are in it for the money because they were great students and they could pass that class, but if there had been a different opportunity in the economy, say the boom was in something else, they would have passed that class and, and definitely secured that certificate and went that way. But they they came into healthcare and in healthcare, no matter what the economy is, is really the same. Um, it, it's 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 cleaning up sickness, and no matter how you try to dress it up, is really not anything pretty. It, it's 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 uh, it's a grind. It's it's a grueling, grueling, and especially times like this, it it can be almost horrific. And you'll be like, wow. This ain't worth it, you know. I want to see my family, but there, there are still a few old school um, people who who came into the healthcare um, field because they felt that they were born to do it, and if, even if there was no money in it, they would still do it. One of those type of uh, born to do mentalities that this is what they were meant to do and that is nurse and heal the sick and I'm pro Tim for TNT Queen Slim Radio